Welcome to Classic Comedy of Old Time Radio. I'm your host, Ron Eckelbarger. It's time to listen to the man that many people believe was the greatest comedian of the 20th century, Bob Hope. This is episode number 539 of The Bob Hope Show, and it originally aired on June 17th, 1952. Here now is Bob Hope with his special guest, Jane Russell. The Bob Hope Show, transcribed from Camp Roberts, California, with Les Brown and his band of renown. Yours truly, High Everback. Our special guest, Jane Russell. And here he is, Bob Hope. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are at Camp Roberts, California, for the men of the Army. And it's always a special personal thrill to play Camp Roberts. I've played a lot of army camps, but this is the only one they named after me. (laughs) This camp is located in the heart of the lettuce country. I haven't seen this much green since Crosby dropped his wallet. (laughs) But while they're in basic training, these guys are supposed to forget completely about girls. These guys mustn't even think of girls. In fact, every night an MP goes through the barracks with a flashlight and wakes up anyone who's got a smile on his face. (laughs) But today the Army offers wonderful educational opportunities to GIs. No kidding, you can learn almost any trade or profession right in the Army. One guy here took a lot of courses and it really helped him. Now he can write home for money in seven different languages. (laughs) Yes, sir, you can learn a lot of things in the Army, but where else can you use those words? (laughs) But the most popular fellow in camp is a guy who's studying science, electronics, and anatomy. His ambition is to build his own whack. engineers, huh? (laughs) Yes, sir, the Army has improved in lots of ways. For example, they now have garbage disposals in every mess hall. They're known as KPs. (laughs) But there's one Army course that's really popular. It's called How to Be a Civilian. (laughs) General Eisenhower took it, and the Army also has... But the Army also, the Army also has a wonderful athletic program. Only this morning, a guy here set a new world's record for the 100-yard dash. He backed into a bayonet. (laughs) And they have a few baseball teams in the base here. They play quite a game. The officers played the enlisted men the other day, but it wasn't very fair. The pitcher was a captain, and every time he threw the ball, he'd salute the guy at bat. either struck out or went to the guardhouse. <laughs> and during the game, the pitcher yelled at the umpire, you're blind as a bat. And the umpire yelled back, tell it to my draft board. <laughs> they ran short of pitches, but they never should have gotten that guy off KP. The count was three and two, and he peeled the ball. 
things that made such an enjoyable experience for me was working with a lovely gal who supplied lots of talent and all the good looks. And here she is, Miss Jane Russell, right here. Thank you, everybody, and thank you, Bob. Isn't that a nice line, huh? <laughs> nice to see you, Jane. Bob, it was nice of you to invite me here tonight, Bob, but I really don't know why. What do you mean? Well, we spend every day for three months together. How can you stand the sight of me? Sit down. This may take a little time. <laughs> oh, no, Bob. I don't trust you. You don't, huh? No. And furthermore, I want to move out of my dressing room at Paramount. It's too close to yours. You mean? Yes. I found out you were digging a tunnel. <laughs> I didn't think those gophers would snitch. <laughs> but you know, Jane, since you made a second picture with me, I'm getting a reputation for being quite a screen lover, you know. I'll bet you've got all the romantic leading men in Hollywood worried. You said it. I keep getting letters from Gregory asking me how to peck. <laughs> you know, Bob, now this. Wait till I finish oh, selling this joke. I'm sorry, You know, Bob, now that the picture's finished and doing so well, I feel kind of silly about not wanting to do it at first. Well, everybody hesitates about starting a new picture. I know, but I'll never forget that day in the producer's office at Paramount. I know. Ah, you're right on time, Jane. Have a seat, please. Thank you, Mr. Welch. Uh, Jane, as you know, we'd like you to make another picture with Bob Hope. How does that strike you? Well, Bob's a very good actor, but those love scenes... Well, he never seems to let go. Well, I'm afraid that that happens with all his leading ladies, Jane. It does? Yes. You see, when Hope kisses a girl, his nose gets stuck on their forehead and suction sets in. <laughs> As a matter of fact, last time he kissed Virginia Mayo, we had to separate them with a razor blade. <laughs> now, uh, look, Jane, girl, I know it's an ordeal to make a picture with Hope, but please don't think of yourself. Think of me, your old producer. You see, I'm not a well man. <laughs> I'm afraid in a little while, I'll be producing pictures for that big Paramount studio in the sky. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Welch, you mean you're yes, going to... Yes, yes. As an economy measure, the studio has asked me to kill myself. <laughs> so, Jane, make a condemned man happy and do this picture. Well, I... Oh, that must be hope. I sent for him. Now, I'll go get the script for the new picture, and you be nice to him. All right. Come in. Oh, hi, Jane. Haven't seen you in a long time. Hello, Bob. Gee, you look wonderful, Jane. So tan and healthy. How do I look to you? Well, turn around and let me look at you. Hmm. Well? Hmm. How have things been otherwise? 
Gee, I thought I looked pretty good. I've been taking care of myself lately. Well, look, Bob, uh, I'm not really sure we should do another picture together. Jane, how can you say that? Well, since we worked together, I've sort of gone on to a different type of leading man. You know, I... Huh? <laughs> so, Bob, you... I think we'd better forget the picture because, well, you're such a great actor. I might hold you back. Oh, no, Jane, you're a fine actress. One of the most promising actresses on the screen. Flattery won't help, Bob. You've never really come through. But look, Jane, I, uh... Always promises. Promises. Look, Jane. I mean it. If you, uh... Gotta save this stuff for television, don't we? <laughs> Look, Jane, I mean it. If you make this picture, I'll give you a great big kiss. Threats won't help either. <laughs> now, look, Janie. I, uh... Well, I've got the script for the new picture. Ah, Zsa, Zsa Wells. Now, look, Mr. Wells. <laughs> Jane hasn't made up her mind yet. She hasn't, eh? Jane, you don't know what a break this is. Well, I don't like to be stubborn. Tell me, what's the picture about? Well, it's about the new Rich West. As the first scene opens, you, Jane, are sitting in your 45-room ranch house talking to your butler. I uh, beg your pardon. There's an honorary critter here to see you, I reckon, madam. <laughs> he says his name is Paleface Hope. Paleface Hope, that's the cowpoke that's made so much money raising cattle. Well, I didn't think he made Chanel number five. <laughs> Howdy, Mr. James, my little maverick, my sweet little heifer. <laughs> I'm gonna hogtie you and put my brand on you. <laughs> You know what you're going to become? Ground round? <laughs> no, Missy, I'm aiming to make you Mrs. Pale for hope. Now, hold on there, varmint. I ain't hitching up with no varmint that ain't just as rich as I am. But I'm rich. Just this morning, I bought 500,000 beautiful head of milking cows. And no bull? Honey, you know I wouldn't lie to you. <laughs> Gal, I'm loaded. On my ranch, I got 100,000 acres of wheat, 100 acres of alfalfa, and 100,000 acres of just money. You... You plant money? Yeah, I'm going to grow it myself and cut out the middleman. <laughs> yes, ma'am, I'm filthy rich. Got most of my money from my parents. You did? Yeah, my mother's rich and my father's filthy. <laughs> so look here, Jane. Well, you, Bob. You vomits, uh... Dear sir. Thank you. Thank you, Harkins. Tea, Cactus Bob. Thank you, Mom. A lemon. I reckon. Sugar. All right. Sour belly. I ain't hankering for any chow, man. <laughs> I want to answer to my proposal and make it fast. I got the super chief double parked outside. All right, pale face. I'll be your bride. Yippee! Honey, you made me the happiest man in the West. For our honeymoon, we'll go to my big rambling ranch in Arizona. It's the biggest ranch you ever saw. During the day, we'll go horseback riding in the front yard. 
And at night, we'll sit on the backyard and watch the rain come down. Rain in Arizona? I told you, it was a big ranch. The backyard's in California. And Livingston wrote a little number for Jane and myself, a little number called Wingding. Less. Howdy, stranger. Is there anything I can do for you? Yeah. Scratch my back. Is that all? No. One other thing. Let's get a little life in this joint, huh? Okay, stranger, if that's the way you want it. Hold it, Jeff. Hey, Sam, send out the dancing girls. I'm shouting, I'm singing. Tonight I'll do some flinging. Time to stop the show. I'm laughing, I'm humming, because I know what's coming. Things have been too slow. And now we'll make them go. What a night. Make the evening thrilling. Things are right for a winding. And I can tell you, you can count on me. I got the maid I'm waiting, waiting patiently. I'm sprucing up to loosen up and have a spree. I'm for her. I figure he's for me. Tonight will be a beauty. Yep, beauty. What a time to be tingling. I'll soon be flying higher than a kite. Because tonight's my night to have a wedding. There'll be real fine doings tonight. I got the maid I'm dating, waiting patiently. I figure she's from me. Tonight will be a beauty. Yep, beauty. What a time, what a time to, to be tingling. I'll soon be flying higher than a car. Because tonight's my night to have a wedding. There'll be real fine doings. We'll leave the town in ruins. Doing our doings Show's over, stranger. How'd you like it? Oh, fine. Now, is there anything I can do for you? Yeah. Scratch my back. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Thank Les. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as we all know, Jane Russell did finally agree with Bob Hope. They completed the picture, but now let's go back to the night of the preview of the picture here in Los Angeles. Bob was at home getting dressed for the big event. As we look in, we find him shaving. Well, that side looks good. Now I'll run down the other side. There. Boy, what a job. Feels so good. Gee, this is the smoothest I ever got my legs.
Now, let's see now. I brush my teeth, comb my hair, put talc on my face. Now, what have I forgotten? Oh, yes, yes. My eyebrows growing so fast. Let's see how I look now. I wonder if I should try it tonight. No, that's silly. Well, why not? What's to lose? I'll try it just once more. Here goes. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who is the fairest of them all? (laughs) Stupid mirror. (laughs) Well, I'm about ready. I wish Jane would get here. I should have really picked her up, but my kids won't let me have the car tonight. Say, that must be Jane now. Hello, Jane. Come on in. Hi, Bob. You all ready for the preview? Yeah, just... Preview, yes. I... Oh, <laughs> Hi, Bob. Yeah, I haven't been to a preview this week. <laughs> Let's go to the preview first, then we go to the preview. Hi, Bob. You ready to leave for the preview? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then we'll go to the preview. Well, anyway, I'm just about to. Well, we better get going. It's almost time. Tickets, please. Oh, here you are. Oh, wait a minute. These aren't tickets. They're studio passes. You'll have to pay a tax on them. But this has never happened before. We always see the preview free. I'm sorry, miss. Now, you better take your mother home. She'll catch cold in the night air. <laughs> Got to pay the tax. What tax? The government tax. You've heard of the government? Heard of it. I declare it as a dependent. (laughs) Oh, go on. Give him the money. All right. Here you are. Hey, tell me, buddy, how long has it been since you spent a buck? Why? Look at this picture of George Washington. Every dollar bill has a picture of George Washington. Not naked on a bearskin rug. Come on, Bob, let's go in and get a seat before we have any more trouble. That's right, Jane. Excuse me, Mr. Hope. Oh, yes, madam. I was hoping I'd catch you out here. Would you autograph my heating pad? (laughs) What? I'm a member of the press. I'm the movie critic for the Death Valley Times. Well, I never heard of that paper. Do you have any circulation? Not too much. That's why I'm wearing a heating pad. Well, if you're a critic, tell me, did you uh, review my last performance? Well, I tried. What do you mean, you tried? Well, it's been ten years since I last wrote obituaries. Just a little rusty. If you want to play ball, Sonny, I can guarantee you a good review. Well, how's that? Just buy $500 worth of ads in the paper. Well, that wouldn't be honest. Oh, no, I'm disappointed. I went to a lot of trouble getting here. I had a very rough trip. You did? Yes, I blew a gasket on my motorcycle. 
Well, Tommy, isn't riding a motorcycle pretty strenuous for a woman your age? Oh, no. Mother and I took turns driving. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not going to buy a good review with an ad in your paper. Oh, gee, I got all dressed up special. I thought I could vamp you into it. That is a nice dress. <laughs> you don't think it's too daring? Well, a little. I, I can see your lumberjacket right through it. <laughs> as long as the suspenders don't show. Look, it's getting late. Sure you don't want to buy some ads? No, but I'll buy you a ticket, and I'm sure you'll give it a good review without a bribe. Okay, but I doubt it. Gosh, it's dark here in the theater. I'd better try and find Jane. Oh, oh that looks like her over there. Oh, excuse me, please. Excuse me? Oh, excuse me, excuse me. Well, here I am. Gee, Jane... Dark theaters always make me feel romantic. You mind if we hold hands? There. Do you like to hold hands in the dark? I love it, Sonny, but it ain't going to get you a good review. Here's the other side of our collector, Jane Russell, and yours truly. Knocked out semi-love. Am I in love? Am I in love? Well, I really wish I knew. All I know is I want a sigh when you're standing near. I get a humpty dumpty feeling. All I know is I want a sigh like I've never sighed before. Now, when you're in love, they say you can tell. You're sick in the heart and you never get well. I may be there right. I wish that I knew why I feel the way I do. Am I in love? Am I in love? Well, I'll leave it up to you. All I know is I want to dance when I look at you. I get a tippy-tappy feeling. All I know is I want to dance like I've never danced before. My head's in a whirl. My heart's in a spin, and if I'm in love, I love what I'm in. I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but the feeling feels okay. Am I in love? Am I in love? Well, I really couldn't say. All I know is I want to sing. You smile at me. I get a kind of ping-pong, ding-dong, a dizzy feeling. All I know is I want to sing like I've never sung before. My head's in a whirl. My heart's in a spin. And if I'm in love, I love what I'm in. I don't know why I'm feeling this way, but the feeling, the feeling feels okay. Now, when you're in love, they say you can tell You're sick in the heart and you never get well So maybe that's why I'm feeling this way Cause my heart does bumps and the temperature jumps Yes, my hair gets blue when I'm thinking of you But the feeling, the feeling feels okay Don't, there it goes again But the feeling feels okay 
Hope Show is brought to you through the worldwide facilities of the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. Please send your questions and comments to host at classiccomedyotr.com. Come back next Wednesday for another episode of The Bob Hope Show. Check in on Friday for the next installment of The Life of Riley. Until we meet again, in the words of Black Francis, the front man for the indie rock band The Pixies, it's more difficult to be simple and it's easier to be more complicated.